You guys know this because we're all wearing it. Probably all wearing it right now. Oh my god! Uh, you know it. If you're not, if you're Damn. not wearing Mac Weldon, Mac Weldon is better than whatever the hell you're wearing right now. And that's that's for our <laughs> listeners because I know you guys are. Here's what we like about Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon makes underwear, undershirts, socks, and they're awesome. All right, they got smart designs. The fabric is great. When you put it on, you're like, wow, that feels really good in all the right places. Uh, it's simple shopping. All right, you go to the website, you figure out what you want, and it's awesome. Uh, all their products are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor, which is pretty good, and they want you to be comfortable. So if you go to Mack Weldon, and we're going to tell you how and all that stuff in a second, if you don't like your first pair, you just keep it, and they're going to refund you, no questions asked. They definitely don't want it back because, ew. <laughs> Not only <laughs> do the socks, underwear, and T-shirts look good, they perform well, too. They're good for working out, for doing anything, for living your life, and I will tell you, uh, I have a drawer full of boxers, and every day I'm pulling out the Mac Weldons, and then when I run out of Mac Weldons, I'm like, okay, it's laundry day, and then I wash because I don't want to wear the other stuff. Like I still have the old stuff they used to buy at Target or whatever, but I'm not going to wear that shit anymore. Now that no. I've tasted Mac nope. Weldon, <laughs> yeah. not literally, that's all I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with you, 100%. All right. And so, listeners, if you want to be like us, which, trust me, in this one instance you do, go to MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com and get 20% off using the promo code T-T-C-A. That's like how you spell turning this car around. So do it. You're going to want it. And it's awesome. That's all I want to tell you. Well, I'm John Moulton. I am wearing my Mac Weldon uh, shirt. <laughs> whack, whack Weldon. <laughs> I am Lex Friedman. I am rocking... Mac Weldon boxers. I'm John Armstrong. I am not whacking or macking or <laughs> snacking. I am Completely keeping it nude. very real. And I'm, I was nude moments ago. I am now wearing Mac Weldon everything right now, except for the only You slipped into something more comfortable. I did. And uh, welcome to turning this car around, mother effers. That's how we start the show. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to Parenting Sucks. <laughs> right. Actually, oh, we suck as parenting Ooh. is what it is. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that. There's a McLean's article that you guys, uh, made the uh, round. You, you guys are about to uh, get some snow. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kids can't be more excited. And I'll tell you, uh, I feel guilt. Anytime there's a lot of snow and the kids want to go play outside, uh, I feel guilt if it's like a work day for me because I don't get the day off from work, especially when you work from home. Um, so I'm so glad that this snow is weekend snow, it seems, because I'll be able to actually go out with them. The thing that I hate and that I defer to my, my wife hates going outside in the snow. Uh, so I do that. But I hate getting the kids in their snowsuits and stuff. So she does that. That's how we divide and conquer snow enjoyment here in New yeah. Jersey. Mm. Well, that's nice. We had snow. Well, we had snow here like a few weeks ago. Um mm. A little bit after Christmas, I believe, yep. and uh, it was nice. We got to uh, we ha we are fortunate that uh, with just like even a couple inches, we can sled down our street. So that's what we did. We sledded down our street. It was magic. Did you have a GoPro set up so that you can film uh, hijinks with cars sliding around? Uh, well, the the car usually. <sighs> I mean, we live in a cul-de-sac, so the only people who would be coming down the street normally are, are uh, yeah, how about that, huh? Uh, <clears throat> pretty sweet, it's a pretty sweet setup. Um, are the people who live here. 
And when it's snowing, there's, I mean, most people, we just usually try. Nobody likes to drive around here when it snows. Stay in, stay in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, this new house, the, if you go to the backyard and then you go, you know, to the side a bit, there's like a giant drainage situation. And I'm thinking that's where the sledding's going to happen. I think we're going to just walk to this no man's land where there's this giant drainage ditch dug that like after oh, yeah, heavy yeah. rain, like that's where all the ducks want to hang out because it becomes a pond for a couple of days. I'm thinking that when the snow falls this weekend, that's where we're going to go sledding. You don't want to actually land in the duck shit area. Well, no, well, it's well, going to be snowed over snow. more than you're, a foot. So I'm, you're, I think yeah, you're going to get right. like 700 inches. So Supposedly, I think you're going to be... Well, six to 12. That's what I tell my wife every day. <laughs> God. Every time. Uh, every time. Every time. Anytime, so anytime there's some it. like inch, you know, any measurement joke <laughs> <laughs> is mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> has, to, has to pull out that joke. So Lex, why can't you just be like everybody and buy a Porsche? I mean, just let's just if you're going to compensate, you may as well have fun while you're doing it. Oh buy your wife the Porsche. <laughs> Two. I mean, just buy a couple. <laughs> yeah, we're going to tile the bedroom in Porsches. We think perfect. Just, you know, like a like a big twelve inch Porsche. That's a yeah. great. <laughs> the leather's so sweet. Um. Yeah. So last year was the winter from hell for me because I walked a mile and a half to work and where I walked was along the East river from, you know, the Brooklyn bridge area down into what is called Dumbo and the East river had frozen over and there were massive ice chunks in the river. Um, and so the thermometer would say it's six degrees, but because of the wind, I'm going to guess that it was like 10 below multiple, like, and it was compounded by the fact that where I was working, the heat situation was not good. So I'd be freezing all day, get on my stuff. And literally, I swear to God, I was dressed like I was going to go snowboarding, you know, which is you're sitting still on a lift for, you know, 10 minutes while the lift goes up and it's windy, yeah, really yeah. cold because you're, you know, 8,000 feet up. I swear to God, I was colder walking in that weather than I have ever been on a ski lift. I mean, I'm, like... <laughs> just awful cold and so i'm i've got a new location for my work so i'm happy about that although now what we're having is the heater wars um everyone's very sensitive we're all creative in the workspace in in the workspace yes at home there's no thermostat it's either you have the fan blowing the radiated you know the radiator that has the steam heat there's a fan that pumps the hot air that's coming off that out into the room and we have one of those in the big room and one in the bedroom. Those are either on or off, but the radiant heat is always on. So there's really no, you know, oh, 71.7. That's perfect. Great. None of that. It's just, it's on or off. Done. Nice. Um, and it's comfortable. However, the workplace is, you know, there's a lot of creative people and uh, we are very <laughs> sensitive people. And um, so, you know. There's nothing My wrong kids. with that. I mean, it's not. I'm not dissing anybody. I'm. Really? I'm. I am one of the sensitive people. <laughs> like, oh, it's 71. Let's kick it up to 72. Maybe wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, like 72. one degree. Yeah. Well, okay. I shouldn't. I people should. are very sensitive. Like, I do. The highest I'll go oh, 71. But... Like, I, 71 is the max, and that's yeah. like if it's feeling cool, that's when we'll hit 71. But usually, it's 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 70 or 69. No. My heater is set on 72, but I think my, you know, at any given time, the office only reaches a temperature of 65 degrees. <laughs> no, no, no. See, I, I could die. I would die. 
I die. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but I it rarely gets that warm. I have when to, I'm uh, sitting at a computer, like I'm, if I'm sitting still, my blood circulation, I I turn into basically one of those puppets from uh, the Dark Crystal, just <laughs> and I'm just barely moving. It's all internal. The brain is going, but that's it. And so my extremities kind of shut off, and um, I'm freezing. I just get really cold really fast. Maybe I'm out of shape. The nice I have thing been. Or oh, go ahead. You know, well, I was just going to say the nice thing about being in the home office is I have a couch. And so uh, if it gets really cold, I can just like, li- I, I literally lie down on the couch and put a blanket over my legs <laughs> and put the, and put the laptop on my, on my, mm, my lap. Nice. It's a lap. It's a laptop. It's supposed to be on your lap. It's meant to be. Yes. Yes. Right. That's what it's there I'm for. I'm actually using it the way it's designed to be used. Yeah. It, which is on your lap area. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. That's great. Uh, also providing warmth. So anyway, Lex was going to say something. Oh yeah, so I was Lex- just going to say, you know, we have a fireplace in the house now, and mm. I have been informed by my kids that we're going to play in the snow, and then we're going to come inside, and we're going to have hot chocolate by a fire. So no pressure, but I'm going to have to build a good fire. And I will say, for the fireplace enthusiasts in the audience, um, I'm kind of dreading the the snowstorm fire only because everything tells you. Don't bring your wood into the house until you're ready to light the fire, right? Because you don't want to have any bugs, any termite kind of infestations that could be in the wood right now that are going to escape into the warmth of your home. But bring the wood in when you're ready to light a fire. Don't leave the wood too close to your house, lest some of these wood-eating mm-hmm. bugs make mm-hmm. the, the leap. Uh, so, like, what am I going to do? Trudge in two feet of snow to get the tarp-covered <laughs> wood and bring it back to the house? Yes. I'm not yes. super interested in that. No, you you got to make the kids help. Every kid has to carry a log. <laughs> Our ancestors, our ancestors are so happy with this conversation. Right, I mean, come on, get going, kids. You got legs, <laughs> no, you got arms. Let's it, do it. All sincere, like Moltz, you can laugh all you want, but like I gotta pull, I gotta put on the snow pants and pull on the boots to go get more logs. If you're going like, sledding on the way back, I've you bring the wood in, dude. Solution. Oh, yeah. What? What happened? I don't know. I don't even know what happened right now. No, uh, the dog. Well, I didn't lose anybody. I, no, this is what oh, I'm thinking out. is, I've, who's cutting out? Molts or me? You. 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 What the fuck do you want from me? I want love. <laughs> to stop cutting out. All right. I, I want, have an idea. I have an idea. Of what's I think it's, but it's got to be think, Skype, though. It's not. I think it's Molts' fault, and I'll explain why. It's because I'm <laughs> trying Arc and Arc. I, 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 Molts has suggested oh, I'm yeah. touching out Arc, and it was backing up, so I just paused it. So we'll oh, see that. Yeah, happens. yeah. That, that would definitely do it. Wait. Is yeah, the fuck sure. you're backing? Of like, of course it's my fault. It's Moles' fault. He said I should try Ark, so I'm trying Ark. Backblaze, Ark. <laughs> Say right now. <laughs> Wait, it's paused. Ark? It's paused. What? ARQ. 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 Apple remote, what, what? No, 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 no. no, no. It's no, software. It's a... Third-party software yeah. for backing up to Amazon or other. Holy Christ. Yeah, let's saturate the Wi-Fi uh, <laughs> signal there. I, I quit out of my email. I quit out of Twitter. Shit, I, dude, I had I, the yeah. two megabytes per second that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I have. Too. Right, yeah. Listen. It doesn't matter. It, you can have thirty trillion. You have it, to ha- like. It's, it's going to saturate it's the stopped. signal. I stopped it. Sound way better. <laughs> Just too. like I'm going to do with this podcast. But so, <laughs> the solution that I have in mind is we've got the walkout basement here, mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking set up a special tarp area right in front of the walkout basement, like beyond it a little bit, because that's mm-hmm. all cement. Like I'm not worried about the right. wood eating bugs there, right? So I'm going to set yes. the tarp right in front of the basement walkout, like at the top of those stairs. Yeah, cover that, and then all I have to do is trudge up like six snow covered stairs, and the wood will be waiting for me. That's the plan. We'll see. You need a wood shoot. Yeah, and I also, because <laughs> I am father of the year, 
Mm-hmm. I've ordered from Amazon the pine cones that change the colors of the flames in the fire. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Man, you I know. haven't had one of those. I haven't had those in years. My parents used to get those, but I, we've not we've not bought those for that for here. But that's that sounds like a good idea. Lex, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to share two words with you that will change your life with fires. Boner pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's after the fire started. Um and th- they they do have the potential to change your life. However, <laughs> I'm speaking specifically of the fire itself okay. and not the fire that's in your pants or under your Mac Weldon's <laughs> or whatever. Two words. Dura flame. No, no, no. Yes. No. And they have no. the special colors and it's really no. fun. No. And there's no bugs. No. no and they burn even. And- no. No. It's like burning a shit in your fireplace. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'm not sure what you're eating that you would shit like wood chips, but no, you know, no, like, yeah, a, like you'd have to be it's like an elephant shit. I mean it's like, like a massive shit. <laughs> now Moltz, why do so you like hate a John the Denver shit? Is that what that my, is? My parents used to do the Dura Flames. Why do you hate them? Well, first of all, they're terrible for your um for your fireplace. Because what? they um they emit particles instead of like, you know actual mm. like real things and and that stuff builds up in the inside of your uh your chimney and can cause chimney fires so there's that so um and then like the they're... other thing is right. the other thing is they're, they're just bullshit <laughs> 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 you gotta make a you gotta you gotta get real wood you gotta make a real goddamn fire and stop being a fucking pussy you know, something like that so i know i, I don't like say... to use that word because you know because you know Right, women it's are perfectly lot, capable of making nice fires. Duraflame does make unlike, unlike flu you renew log. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're familiar, so they have their flu renew log. Oh, oh that's is, great! They have a flu uh, cleaning log. Yes, so, uh, since we, to break down since we all fucked the, up your uh, flu. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Spend whoa. money, spend more money on this other log to clear up the, the shit that we just put in your flu. <laughs> yes, Listen. you're supposed to use one every twenty to thirty fires. That's bullshit. It's all okay. bullshit. Listen, listen. I've sent a link from the Chimney Safety Institute of America, CSA, <laughs> and they have <laughs> reevaluated the Duraflame safety recommendations. And that is a safe, when used as directed, it will not cause a chimney. <laughs> never, fire. which is never. And let's see who's funding the Chimney Safety Institute of America. Duraflame. Like based in uh, Indiana. <laughs> Plainfield, Indiana, right next door to Duraflame Incorporated. (laughs) You're just you're falling for the marketing of Big Log. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Um, I I think we can shut this thing down right now. That was amazing. (laughs) <laughs> I've used Duraflames in the past. Uh, we stopped using them, but, but my biggest complaint about it is they don't they don't pop, they don't crackle, they don't they don't sound like a real fire, mm. and they don't They're really put out that like much heat either. So I will tell you, and this this is conflicting to me. I I've, this is my first ever wood fireplace that I've owned, and I've been experimenting with different fire starting methods because you know there's the traditional one with people like to do where you do your paper on the bottom and some kindling and then your logs on top. That's the old school way. Now people like to go upside down instead where you get like super tightly packed logs first and then on top of that you put some more twiggy kind of stuff, kindling, and then on top of that goes your paper. 
Uh, and so it's upside down because the ashes uh, how would that start work? The top and trickle down. It works great, actually. It's, Does it's, it really? It's I have not yeah. tried that. Maybe I should try that. Google the upside down fire. I'm not an expert. I'm new to it, but it. It, it sounds it like a four-year-old burning a fire. Here, let's do build the thing and let's throw some. This is backwards. Rate, I'm loving. The, I know. Well, that's why it's yeah. so surprising. But Google it; it's out there. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say, I was with some friends. We were at another friend who had a wood burning fireplace, and the third family that was there, the third couple that was there, were talking about how they loved their wood burning fireplace, but they finally made the decision they converted it to gas, and. I, I was, you know, I'm I'm quietly scoffing like a gas fireplace. Come on, what's next? An electric car. And so mm-hmm. they, but they kind of sold me on it. So I'm really contemplating it because they're talking yeah, about it. Well, the guy's like, it puts out 50,000 BTUs. Right. And we started with a remote. There's no pilot light. Like it's got an electric ignition. You just hit the remote and boom, it's up there and it's beautiful. It's also much it's better, much better for the environment. We, I mean, the other That's, thing is we have, we have burn, we have burn bands here a lot. Um, So it's like half the time we can't even have a fire. Really? Yeah. Oh, Wes, that's bad news. Wow. Because like, they don't want escaping ash to ignite stuff? Is that the idea? No, it's the... No, they don't. it's just the air smog. quality is so bad. Yeah. They don't oh, want people <clears throat> burning crap and making it worse. Right. That's the number one reason I'm thinking of it is the environmental side. Like, if we're going to be <laughs> solar panel people <laughs> and electric car people, it seems like maybe <laughs> saying, yes. hey, gross well, trees yeah, we yeah, can yeah, chop down and burn to right. pollute right. with. Right. It's maybe not the best one-two punch for the environment. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I, uh, in the crazy giant house in a past life, there was a few fireplaces and, um, two of them were gas and it was stellar, like just so great to be able to just flip the switch and boom, fire. So great. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know, you can get a certain kind of log that goes in there depending on how big your fireplace is. You can get really awesome logs. Yeah. We had, we had a gas, um, fireplace when we moved into this place but it was like it was it was probably like put in when gas fireplaces were brand new right. with with the ever lit pat pilot light kind of situation i yeah yeah i think so i think so um i can't even remember now it's we so had that growing up like there was always a pilot light lit all yeah oh yeah yeah a cheery pilot light there's always <laughs> a little, little tiny there's always a little tiny fire going in the fireplace exactly um but it was it, it was so no bad heat. i mean the whole thing yeah the whole thing actually this one actually this one did get did get quite warm um and the whole but the whole fireplace was so ugly we just had the whole thing the facade all redone and that thing taken out and we had a wood insert put in Mm. um just because i kind of i mean i just like i like the aesthetic better but but now now i'm considering going back the other way but i'm yeah but you got to find a good you know gas log though is the thing and right. some well, of those they, they make some beautiful ones fire. now, right? Yeah. They make these great ceramic ones that can get like crazy hot. They retain lots of heat. They put out lots of heat. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty compelled actually at this point. Uh, and the thing is, I won't even have to lose the total fireplace experience because we are, when we do the backyard, we're going to do it once, do it right kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. we're thinking we're going to do some uh, like a, a wood burning kind of fire pit out there. And yeah. Maybe like one portable one and one built in one for the outside. That's what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. And you know Let's, what? I'm going to, each night after mm-hmm. I have that fire going, whether mm-hmm. it's winter or summer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I don't. Sleep do, like a freaking king. Oh. Do, an, do an ad read? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've talked about it a lot. I love my sleep number bed because I know, as you guys do, getting quality sleep is like the single most important thing you can do to to live a healthy happy life right if you're not getting good sleep everything else is horrible and who wants that 
And uh, Sleep Number, the company, has done research that shows people with Sleep Number beds who use Sleep IQ technology improve their sleep quality and had more restful sleeping. Now, I am not a scientist, nor have they studied me, but I can tell you, and Armstrong talks about it every time I do one of these ads, my sleep is like incredible at this point. Every week I'm supposed to do these spots and tell you what my sleep number setting is and what my sleep IQ score is. My sleep IQ score is off the charts. Uh, I had a 97 last night was my score with my sleep number setting at the uh, 85. Um, My heart rate was 67 beats per minute last night. And uh, I had seven and a half hours of restful sleep. So rock and roll. Um, I Lauren, don't even know you. I don't even know. What Lauren that has like. changed her numbers now. She is up, oh. and she is now for a couple of weeks. She is staying at the seventy-five sleep number setting. Mm. You know, she was, she's been doing a little bit. You know, she's been off work for a while, and she's back uh, just from you know regular school vacations and stuff. In the way of some Jewish holidays lined up, like she was off work for an extended period of time. So she's back, and she's up and down with these little kids all day. And she's like, "Man, my back is sore at the end of this day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go firmer on the sleep number bed." And so now she's, she's rocking the seventy-five pretty consistently. I'm eighty-five. She's seventy-five mm. years old, and. So, so remember, the thing is with these sleep number beds, you and your partner don't have to have the same mattress firmness. That's what's pretty cool about it. Perfect bed for couples. And like I said, I have the Sleep IQ tech built in. So it's like uh, you could used to wear these little wrist tracker things that would tell you how well you're sleeping. I don't have to do anything. I don't turn anything on. I don't put any device into sleep mode. Your bed knows you're in there. And it's like, hey, let me start tracking how well you're doing. So my sleep number setting is uh, 85. Lawrence is 75. My sleep IQ score last night was... I'm just looking back at the past week. I've been anywhere between 91 and 98 every night for the past seven days. So rock that. Shape the best sleep of your life with the Sleep Number mattress and Sleep IQ technology, starting at only $1,099.98. No better sleep. Find your Sleep Number setting today only at any of the 450 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them that Lex, with turning this car around, sent you. I hate you. Um, does does that bed have any alien tentacles that are going to reach out and subsume you into the alien Borg Uh, no but why do you ask well because if you're sleeping that soundly you know that you're 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 just a prime candidate for alien abduction (laughs) (laughs) fair point I want to talk about one more um, fireplace related thing that uh, that that my my beloved uh, uh, home state that is now um i believe now owned by somebody else (gasps) who i hate your childhood home um yes uh you still hate him uh, that's fine i just you know nothing personal but um Mm -hmm. used to have uh so the den was right next to uh which was kind of my dad's office was right next to the living room um and there was a there was a fireplace in both the den and the living room and they were right um, back to back and one chimney coming up and next to that, with a door to the outside, was a wood box. So from the inside of the den or the living room, you could open a little door in the wall, and there was the, there was the wood right there. Interesting. And you just, you just, I mean, the thing you had to do was make sure that there was enough wood in it to get you through, how, you know, whatever snowy period there was going to be or period of bad weather. But... My dad would go out and, or I, or I, he probably sent us out to do it eventually, yeah. um, more likely, and make sure the wood box was full. And you just, and it was, you know, the, and the doors into the living room and the, and the den were, were good enough, you know, sealed well enough that uh, you wouldn't get a bug problem. And it was, and it was metal, it was metal lined. 
Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Lining it with metal makes total sense. That's very yeah. interesting. And, and sealed yeah. so the wind and whatever can't get in. Right? Yes. Yeah. yes. From the outside, yes. Yeah. So there's a door, you know, like a latch wooden door on the outside. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, the, nice. That's good tech tech right there. Well, uh, the other I was going to mention, you got to make sure since you have the real fireplace, well, any fireplace really, if you have a chimney, you want to make sure that you've got the little critter keeper outer things up there. Oh, for sure. Um, you want to make sure you got your damper open and your critter keeper thing on functioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz Wait, um, critter Oh, so critter, uh describe the critter keeper thing. It uh, it's a it's a mesh heavy gauge mesh with a um kind of a uh, so on the, t- on the top, top of the chimney? On the top of the chimney. Keeps the yeah, yeah, uh, okay. raccoons okay. and birds and whatnot out. Well, well, yeah, I think we have one of those, but we were sitting around one day, like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I hear this noise. I'm like, what the hell is that noise? And I finally, like, you know, get up and start walking around the living room, and, and it's coming from the fireplace, and I'm like, oh, no. And this was in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I look in there, and there's a there's a starling in the oh. fireplace <laughs> and it's a glass it's got glass doors and so he's just like he's just stuck in there <laughs> like uh karen we've got a bird <laughs> in the fireplace and so you know we're being like what the hell are we gonna do we're like okay well let's we'll get a cardboard box and see if you know and hank's very interested in the whole thing and so and we you know, we had to get the, get the dog out you know so the dog goes out of the back porch and we get this cardboard box. They're like, okay, we're going to try to open up the doors. And the doors, of course, swing swing outward, which is, you know, so it's basically, this is not going to work. I mean, it, and sure enough, it did not work. So we open the doors and the bird's just flying all over the place. Just like, like running around. We finally, we finally corralled it. Um, and, and I took it outside and, you know, meanwhile, the dog is on the back porch going berserk because there's a giant, you know, there's a big window onto the back porch and he could see all of this going on. And he's like, there's a bird in the house. Why is there a bird in the house? And why am I out here? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was, that was amusing. So I guess we don't, I mean, like either we had one and it got ripped open or, or we never had one in the first place. We, uh, we, we had a similar incident before my parents had the cap on the chimney growing up and it was a, uh, uh, a bat that ended up in the chimney. Oh man. And worst nightmare. My, uh, you know, there was no, let's get a box and try to keep it out. Like that did not happen And, and try to take it out ourselves. It was definitely a. Let's call the exterminator and tell them to get yeah, the bat. Yeah, you don't want to. And want the exterminator, the exterminator's like, okay, everybody leave this room now. There was no dog, <laughs> uh, so he closes the doors to the family room. I remember this so vividly. <laughs> we open it. We he he opens up the fireplace door, and then all you hear for the next I don't know eight nine minutes is the exterminator screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and the bat <laughs> crashing to stuff. But it's not like it's not like terror screams exactly. It's like, uh, uh. it's like this exterminator doesn't want to touch the bat any more than we did. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh. It was just it was it was great. It was quite a moment. That's quite the stuff of nightmares. That's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Bat yeah, in the house. Not good. Glad it was not a bat. I mean the bird was cute. Uh so I shared a link with you about a uh, raccoon situation that happened back in two thousand and eight. Um, is this the raccoon moving the chimney cap? Is that what? I uh, know what happened was so you if you look at the photos, oh, there's there's two actually two chimneys inside the one chimney casing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one was the uh, basement chimney, which is illegal, uh, but we were grandfathered yeah. in, and then the other one was the the main floor chimney. And so, since there was no critter keeper outer thing, 
the the guy who came the pet removal special or the excuse me the uh, rodent removal specialist that came to take care of this he was like i'm going to check the chimneys i'm going to put you know one on the empty one so that when the the uh, raccoon comes up it doesn't just go down the other one apparently that's happened yep. before yep oh you, so he was already in there oh oh yeah yeah okay uh she uh, and if you can look uh, <laughs> probably pregnant please please lex um if you just take a note of some of those pictures. And the other thing is, is how do raccoons crawl on a straight up vertical surface? Wow. I mean, that's just, that's not that's right. That's wild. And yeah. um, there's some problems I was not aware that that, that that would happen. I mean, you see this and then suddenly Guardians of the Galaxy makes a shit ton more sense. <laughs> uh, can I ask you about the uh, the basement um, fireplace? Or the, yeah. well, so what so is, what, the basement what, was in the master bedroom. The, wait, wait, I'm sorry, but the master mm-hmm. bedroom was in the basement? Yes, and that was where the oh, okay. fireplace was. And so in wow, the evenings, okay. the dog, the super dog who passed away earlier this year, who's awesome, yep. he he didn't bark, but he would just like go and stare and like <laughs> Jedi mind the chimney of the fireplace. And we're like, what is up with yep. this dog? There's something going on in there. Yeah, and finally, you know, the brains, the human brains kicked in and we said we need to have this looked at. And... um. So you're not supposed to have a basement fireplace uh, anymore. It's a code thing. Um, what are they? What's? What, what, oh, they don't want you to have a fireplace down there. Anymore. Yeah, an actual. Yeah, because it'll just go yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, it's just right. not good. Basement fire. We cut our last our last house. Um, the the furnace in the basement vented into the fireplace. So the fireplace. Yeah. Actually, no. Wait. This was this was a second fireplace because the the house was originally built without like a fireplace on the main floor. And then it was added later. Um, but the one fireplace that did exist was all the way down to the basement and the chimney, the furnace vented into that. Well, the house was like a hundred years old. And so unbeknownst to us, uh, the, you know, the moisture from the furnace exhaust was decaying the inside of the, the fire, the chimney. And so it was all crumbling down and piling up and so it basically just like covered up and so <laughs> we just started noticing like 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 on certain days where like the furnace was running like we get this like black soot like on the windows <laughs> on the inside of the windows are like that's probably not good what, what's going on there and uh eventually you know, finally i don't know how long that was i mean that was going on for probably way too long and we called the um you know the furnace people they came in all your yeah all your 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 furnace is just venting into your into your house <laughs> nice <laughs> so great so they cleared that out and then put like a you know like a cylinder of you know aluminum cylinder all the way down to the, <laughs> to the furnace <laughs> uh in my first house the furnace did that vented into the fireplace and the guy who came to i can't remember what we were doing i think we were having the furnace checked or whatever and he goes, you're going to have a major problem in about two years if you don't get your chimney lined. And I said, yeah. what the hell are you, what the hell are you talking about? And so, yeah, anyway. Right. Just that. Exactly that. Exactly right that. Straight yeah. up. So we probably you know, both have lung cancer of some kind. Oh, yes. Totally. Right. And that's the other yeah. thing that's an Black argument lung. for turning your wood burning fireplace into a gas burning one is that, you know, yes, there's, you got your flue open and we're putting as much of that smoke up as we can, but there's still smoke going into your house and it's not healthy to breathe smoke at any time. Mm-mm. Well, don't you, I mean, is yours just open faced? 
Uh, yeah, there's no glass doors on there. But yeah, if there we are okay, glass yeah. doors, you shouldn't be. Um, you, you shouldn't close them while the fire's burning. Is what I've been taught. What? The, if you Google this, don't don't Google it if you want to just keep doing what you've been doing. But, I, but I the, want to keep. I want to... <laughs> the the word on the street is Why? you're supposed to. Uh, you're not supposed to close those doors while the fire's burning. Why? Because it gets too hot in there. Oh bullshit! Can lead to an explosion. Other than mm. that, you're fine. Lead to an explosion. Huh. That's it's I've designed that, to work that way. I've heard that. Oh my god, I'm so yep. angry right now. That's... But you no, you're supposed <sighs> to close the doors. You're supposed to close the doors when you're not burning a fire or when you're down to embers so that you can, you know, keep some extra heat from escaping since, you know, there's always heat that's going to get sucked up oh, anytime your damper is open. But you're not supposed to close the door while burning the fire. Huh. Hmm. Everything is awful. That. Everything is awful right now. I yeah. don't, yeah, no, I don't think that's right. Life is tough, right. man. I don't think I Oh, it's, it, Google it. <laughs> um, oh, I will. I'm, I'm um, working on that right now. <laughs> I will say, so shifting gears a little bit is yeah. you know we've been we've been doing stuff to the house, right? So you know we uh, put all the floors in, we painted everything, and um, we're getting different light fixtures that we're putting up. Like where the this house has a place for a chandelier, and it's got one of those fancy things where you turn a key and the chandelier comes down to the ground level, so that you can change bulbs and stuff there, and then oh send it back up again. Versus needing a giant ladder, which is nice. But the kids have finally kind of, uh, I wouldn't say tired of the fact that the house is still a little bit in flux, but they're aware of it. Where at first it was all like cool, like, oh, wow, now we're seeing this change happen. Liam yesterday was saying, I just want my room to be all done. Because the last thing in his room is getting his closet done. So yesterday he goes into his room and he's like, how come my carpet's rolled up? And his carpet was rolled up because the guys were in his closet yesterday removing the wire racks that had been in there and patching up some of the holes. And when they were tromping back and forth, they rolled up his rugs so they wouldn't step on it a million times. And I was explaining to him, that's why. And, you know, your closet's going to be here soon in a couple of weeks. And he's like, I just want it all to be done now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I feel like an asshole. That's the point. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> Way to go. Well, yeah. uh, hmm. that's, I just, I, you should never move. That's really. Mm. Yes. I'm, well, I'm never yeah. moving again. That's for yeah. sure. Good. Well, good. Okay. I'm glad we've, we've solved it. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of fascinated by this picture of the raccoon with its legs, mm-hmm. one leg sticking out. That was the freakiest. Like, I was shooting so fast that day. Like, as fast as the camera would go, I was just. <laughs> it wasn't that fast, but um, that's how in my head that was how fast right. it should have gone. Uh-huh. But those kind of cameras are like an extra, you know, four times the cost of the normal prosumer camera. You don't want to spend eight grand just to have like you know nine frames a second. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last, the final big project we have to do here, because um, now the window treatments are coming in, everything's like getting done. The last big one Ooh. is the uh, is the basement. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm sure per it. window, per window. Yeah. What 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 did it get you? Oh, I can't really answer that question because we're it's not exactly what you think. Like we have to put a blinds in our bathroom, which has none. <laughs> Lauren is tired of putting on a show every day for the neighbors. I'm not, but she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The in two of the rooms there are already. Uh, what's that common brand of blinds? Uh, Hunter something something Hunter Douglas Hunter Douglas so there's two uh, two sets of 
uh, blinds that are nice Hunter Douglas blinds, but happen to have the strings broken because the previous homeowners were animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh, we can just repair those for free, which is great. Uh, and then the only other thing we're doing is putting up like in rooms that already have nice blinds, we're putting up some, uh, some valances and some drapes to go, you know, to frame them a little bit. So it's not really a per like it's different things. Like the curtains that we're doing in our master bedroom were crazy expensive because they're fancy curtains for a master bedroom. But the blinds we're doing in the bathroom are just like normal blinds, like $350 or something per window for two windows. Yeah. We had, yeah, we, one side of our master bedroom that we have, on two sides on the corner that overlooks the water we have big windows and the people live before here before us had blinds on one side and no no blinds on the other side and just like just you know we're we're trying to you know trying to get dressed in a corner of the bedroom like and eventually eventually we just we bought some crappy ones and put crappy ones up and then finally like a couple of like probably like five years ago now four years ago we got all new blinds in the in the bedroom and it's much our lives are, well, I wouldn't say good now, but <laughs> they're better. They're definitely better. Uh, the the guy that was super smart from the window treatment people, they were just here yesterday doing the final measuring. Mm. And he's, I said, you know, can you put up some paper blinds in the bathroom? Um, I had taped up some packing paper, but he put in like the, you know, the, the, the real paper blinds, <laughs> the accordion style one. Oh, yeah. And he was like, once I come back and install your blinds there, I'll take these and move them to the garage windows because all the houses in this development have like the garages in the front of the house with windows in it to make it look like your house is bigger than it is. Yes. And he's like, we'll put those paper blinds on there and then it'll look like that's a real room in your house. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Like the fact that people can look in and see that there's cars in there doesn't bother me, but sure, we'll do that. We'll put in paper blinds. So that's what's going to happen. Get ready. <laughs> I'm ready. We'll look forward to that. We'll look forward uh, to the yeah. pictures. I was just going to, uh, one of the things I just was remember, I'm having like having total flashbacks of home ownership and a lot of windows and window treatments in the crazy house. One of the things that we, um, my kids would never take a nap unless it was like prison, like, like solitary confinement. Uh, yes. And tinfoil was the only Man. window treatment that worked. However, you know, you didn't want to like walk into a room and see like meth lab windows. Uh-huh. So, um, well. I mean, some, you know, some people might, uh, it wasn't my thing. Uh, but, um, I just remember like having immense conversations with, uh, the window people about what to do. And the th- what we settled on was a blackout, uh, honeycomb t- top and bottom slidey, um, blind. So awesome. That's Super. what we're doing in our bathroom basically, except not blackout because we don't need it in the bathroom. But they're like they they insulate like they have that air insulation quality right like because there's mm-hmm. um, the gaps that open up when they're fully closed anyway awesome awesome yeah tech man I am so I am so glad that we don't have nap anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, that was but the you worst. do he the, was the boy so, doesn't but you well do. yeah very very rarely but um yes he was so hard <laughs> to put down for a nap oh god he was impossible. Yeah. My kids were, were really good sleepers for their naps. Like we would do their process and tell them, Hey, here's your nap and you're doing it. And they were fine. But I, st- I, I don't think they're bad sleepers. Like they go to sleep when we tell them at night, <laughs> which is good, but they wake up early. And I know that some friends whose kids sleep much later than mine, their kids yeah. go to bed much later than mine too. Um, and I appreciate that my kids are all in bed by eight. Um, but like they wake up crazy early. Lauren accidentally yeah. messed up uh, Anya's alarm clock because we changed them on the weekends to make them sleep later. And 
So now her light, her traffic light, if you remember those, that turns green uh-huh. at 640 a.m. this week. And every day at 640, I'm in my room, fully dressed, ready to go this week. I'm like, <laughs> man, you crazy. Hank is, I mean, now that he's like 12, he doesn't, he, I got to wake him up every day, basically. I mean, it, it, yeah, on the weekends, it's, it's fine if he sleeps in. So I don't usually have to wake him up on the weekends. But sometimes I do just because, you know, it's like, you got to get up and get some breakfast because I don't, I don't want him sleeping until noon. Right. Breakfast um, closes I mean, at eleven thirty. He house. would not. He would not. He would not sleep that. I don't think he'd sleep that long. But um, he goes to. He's, he's asleep by ten o'clock every night usually, um, and then he has to get up at by seven. And I'm in there. I'm in there. You know, for school. So I'm in there every morning, waking him up at seven. O'clock. Ten o'clock is later than I stayed up at that age. I was, we were super early bedtime mm-hmm. family. Like okay. I didn't stay up until 10 o'clock, probably until eighth or ninth grade. And yeah. then, well, he's in around, bed. I mean, he's in yeah. bed by, you know, um, he's in bed by nine. Wow. And then we read and then he reads sometimes. So he's, I mean, nine 30 or 10, he's, he's asleep. You're lucky. What time are your kids going to bed? Well, my, my girl's, are pretty good. The, the The issue though is when they travel, they're on Utah time, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah. and so that puts their if if I want to keep them on Utah time, which I generally do, that puts their bedtime much later than the New York girls' bedtime. So we try to find a happy medium. Fortunately, it was the holidays, but my oldest, eleven years old, almost twelve, coming up, going to be twelve years old. I'm freaking out. <laughs> she slept almost every day until like ten. 1030. And so we had special sleeping arrangements for the sleep. We have two kids that sleep in like uh, my girlfriend's youngest and my oldest. They are the sleepers. They will sleep. They can sleep like no one's business. And so we just let them go. Like you sleep. We don't care. It's the holidays, whatever. And then uh, Marlo and my girlfriend's oldest, they are like the, they're, they are the, I wouldn't say night owls, but they, they can, they can stay up. And then like clockwork, they are up, you know, 6:45. Marlo was like 5:30 in the morning, routinely for years. Mm-hmm. 5:45. Yeah, yeah. Early rising. Hank, Hank was too. Hank was up earlier. Used to be up really early, and he's now switched to sleeping being, all the time. Yeah, to wanting, to, not wanting to get out of bed ever. Yeah, Lita. Lita was like that as a baby. She was. She was up early too. She wasn't early, but but she was like clockwork, man. And you could put her down until she's about four or five, ah, three, three. Then it became all about, you know, monitoring the imagination, making sure. I wonder if it's got something. I mean, he, he was, um, well, I mean, it's probably just like, it's a, it's an age thing, but like he was very small, um, for a Mm. long time and particularly around like eight, nine, 10, um, was, was very low on the, like the growth charts. And, and then this last time we took him in, he's right in the middle of the pack. Oh, um, wow. It just like he rocketed up. And, and and I think I mentioned this earlier, like uh, on another episode, but he is now taller than I was at his age. Wow. Um, where, where for a long time, he was always he was always shorter. So um, there's a good chance he'll end up being I'm not terribly tall, of course, but, you know, there's a good chance he'll end up being taller than me. <laughs> Better get a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Dark. the taser works perfectly fine. Oh, that's fine. It's some kind of weapon is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, right, right. My mom loves to tell my kids stories about when I was really going through growth spurts. Uh, she would make what she thought was a reasonable amount of dinner for the family. 
And then I'd finish mine and be like, okay, I'm still hungry. And so she would just give me hers. I don't remember this ever happening, but she likes to tell my kids that she would give me the dinner off her plate because I was like, <laughs> must feed the beast more. <laughs> and uh, now I'm gigantic. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Tall. Look what, happened. Look what happened to you. Yeah. I am down a, cautionary a tale, lot of pounds it? so far this year. I'm down eight pounds so far in 2016. So suck on that. Are you doing? Uh, are Are you doing something crazy? Ah, uh, yes, I am doing Slim Fast. Oh, that's right, that's right. You're doing Slim Fast. Ah, that's right. So wrong. Yeah, we we did this. Yeah, it's it's I know, great. It's very strange. I'm loaded with vitamins and minerals now too. <laughs> uh huh. And my hundred calorie snacks each day could totally be fruits or vegetables. They're not, but they could be. So mm. I'm saying, like, it's they're usually like chips. <laughs> Perfect. Good to it's know. great. Very healthy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, maybe next week we can catch up on uh, the collapse of parenting. Why it's time for parents to grow up. Also, I don't know. I looked through this. I find it. I find it bullshit. Yeah.